What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I'm Aaron Dice, the man of Single Black Church. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. We're here to find out what today, October 3rd, 2022, is made of. But wasn't it just September? Well, Wasn't it yes. like just September? <laughs> that does generally come before October. Yes, well, I that mean, is like generally the last how it time that we all did our stuff together, the last time we were gathered together as a show, mm-hmm. wasn't it like August? <laughs> it has been three weeks. I was going to say, yes, it's been September, but it would have been September if we had hit every show. It still would have been September last show. Um, but yeah, we've, we, this is our it's been a two lot. weeks off. Yeah. So yeah. welcome back. Yeah. Thanks for hanging it's out with us. It's only been two weeks. I feel like it was longer than that. Two shows. So I think two shows means three weeks. Am I wrong? Am I wrong Shut about up. that? Because there's a Friday know. and there's a Miss Friday and a Miss Friday and then the next Friday we're on. So yeah, three weeks. So when you miss two shows, you're gone three weeks. If you miss zero shows, you're gone one week. If you miss one show, you're gone two weeks. See, I'm see how the math this, works? I'm watching this challenge show right now. I will, I, it's called The Challenge. It's a reality TV show. competition show. Love the show. challenge. Uh, and I decided that I was going to go back in time and see what it was like in the 90s. And it's terrifying and scary and, and very wrong. It's yes. just so much is wrong with the reality competitions of the 90s, you know, real world versus ruled rules. Anyways, I'm binging through because I just it's in the background. It's like mm-hmm. it's like music for me in the background, listening uh-huh. to people curse each other out and call each other terrible names that are completely inappropriate. Anyway, they just went through this challenge where they were questioning how to spell the word like column Uh uh-huh and i'm like trivia challenges are the best on the old challenges man i feel like what you're telling me is like we miss a day but it's really one instead of that like i feel like i'm having an argument in my brain with like this is how you spell column and it's just not making sense to me for some Uh reason you know because to me if we're gone three weeks that's three shows because the three and the three match but but maybe maybe i'm off a lot uh-huh. And I don't want to argue about it. And we're not in a competition for $100,000 or anything. So we can just move on. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything. Yeah. Fine. Uh, there is, if you want to have some fun with uh, people's brains messing them up, just do research for like top 10 terrible challenge trivia answers. Because <sighs> the, there is, Johnny Bananas has one where he's asked, oh, what was, what was the country? He's asked what language they speak in a certain country. And it's an 
uh, it was I think it was like was Australia, like a... Australia or something. Oh, but okay. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but it was it was absolutely uh, mm -hmm. insane. I should look that one up. Um, yeah, these these competition shows that were you know it's like it's like the curiosity for me is going back and seeing how like, what was interesting to do when all of the reality competition stuff really first started, but then also what were what prizes were really cool back then because it's like check out this mp3 player we're like yes. <laughs> they're like oh god an mp3 player that's amazing <laughs> and i'm like man yeah wait until you get to the 2020s man you have a little computer do you know how long it takes this thing to charge by the way can i just shift gears or did you find did you find oh it, it was the question was what language do they speak in australia and johnny bananas thought for a first second and was like dutch oh johnny <laughs> bananas so i just we all love tech here in the morning mm -hmm. DNA space. So um, let me just tell you something that, that I discovered over the weekend that I think you might find interesting. Sure. So I have a Pixel 6 Pro and I was hanging out with Ian. We're at breakfast with my mom and Iris. I did not charge my phone. It's at 11% battery. And my mom says, well, can't you just charge your phone with another Pixel? Mm -hmm. And so we decided to test it out. And can I tell you what happened? Did it work? It did. Yeah. Yeah. It went up 10% over the course of 90 minutes. My battery going up from like, I think it was 11% mm -hmm. to like 24, maybe something like that. I don't remember. It was like something like that. Ian's went from 94% down to 40. <laughs> it was not, not exactly a, good... a fair trade. Not exactly no. a fair trade. I wouldn't recommend it. But here in 2020, we do have some cool tech that does some cool stuff. Um, <laughs> oh man, I've never tested it before. I knew it had the capabilities to do that, but, uh, but that's hilarious. Yeah. Interesting it's stuff. Anyways, hi chat. It's good to see you. We it is good to you. see you, man. It has been a morning for me. Um, and when I say morning, I mean, starting at like the, uh, 1205 part of the morning. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh -oh. what, one of my sons, uh, had a vehicle that just died on him like at 1130 last night. Okay. So he pulls it into a, uh, just the, the quickest place he can pull it into is the gravel parking lot area of an electric grid place. So he's got his pickup, like, oh, it's, no. it's the one right over by you, right over by the yeah, park. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. We actually pulled over there because Iris wanted to learn about uh, the power station. So he pulled in that yes. little gravel bed to, like... Look at the signs that say do not enter. <laughs> <laughs> so his his pickup truck is now parked and, uh, you know, he's going to abandon at a power station. I'm thinking this is not a good look. You do not abandon a vehicle nope. at a power station. No. Nope. Uh, so anyhow, we dealt with that. Called 911. Let the police know that we had called a tow in the middle of the night. The tow is going to take it to the shop or whatever. I spent the next two to three hours fielding occasional texts and phone calls from the tow company like you know where is it where is it going to be all that kind of stuff um and so then yeah yeah it's been it's been one of those nights with uh very little interrupted sleep so that is not easy so I'm sorry i woke up about half that. an hour ago which is very unusual for me very yeah unusual. yeah so your internal alarm clock clearly has some 
Some, oh, no. Sometimes that tell uh, you told at 30 minutes. I said, we're sleeping. <laughs> we're oh, sleeping till 8.30. This is what's happening tomorrow. Amazing. Do not wake me up, internal alarm clock. Man, something was in the atmosphere. I had a really weird night, too. Iris wasn't feeling well. I think she had either heat exhaustion and a little bit of dehydration from a really packed weekend, or she had way too many berries for breakfast, and by the end of the day, it was not, didn't go well. Mm -hmm. Lots of laundry. <laughs> Lots of of laundry it was very disgusting uh-huh yeah requiring gallons of water and a broom sweeper mm -hmm. like sure. we're talking it was a night and then in the middle of the night she kicks over her like i'm gonna get sick bucket you know that's on the bed just at the ready in case we go for another round and it makes this big crashing noise which then scares my dog who is incredibly sensitive to storms and the dog comes over and jumps on the bed and can't find a comfortable place to exist except so I'm laying on my side, you know, as one does, which means like your hip is kind of up in the air. He perches on my hip and he curls up as if he's a small and we're talking about Twix, which is, you know, right. he's like 32 pounds or something. So it's not like he's tiny. And so he's perched there. And for a while, I think this is fine. It's fine. But then Iris moves. He gets scared again and starts panic running on the bed. Now, panic running also sometimes means panic peeing. And so now after all of the stuff I had with Iris, I have a dog that's just losing his mind and I can't catch him and he's scared. And then I get him off of the bed. I get Iris organized. I get my covers all fixed again. I clean up another mess and then I can't find the dog because he's cowering because he's hiding because I got angry with him and now he's like sensitive. So then I have to go and be a mom to a dog. And let me just tell you, this coffee is great. <laughs> I needed this coffee this morning. Well, my water has not kicked in yet, so if I'm a little what bit What a show. We're a mess. If I'm a, if I'm a little bit like ramping into the show, if you can still hear a little bit of the morning grogs in the in the voice, like I totally get it. Uh hopefully you can bear with us. Maybe I oh. should do like, you know, trailer voice or something this morning while I have the okay. the morning voice going on. All right, yeah. Go on. In a world. That's all I know. That's all I know so far. Where? I, I don't I don't where hippopotamus hippopotami have no front arms have no front arms comes a story comes a story where where the hippopotamus the hippopotamus is actually an otter is actually an otter and i'll show you a video that helps that make sense um, and i'll show you a video that helps that make sense how's your throat now no it feels good feels Great. really good feels really good do you mean to show you the video that makes yes, that make please. sense please Okay. I like how I changed the plural of uh, hippopotamuses you halfway did. through. Perfectly. It was great. <clears throat> so yesterday, uh, I saw a tweet, and the tweet had this image. Mm. Well, actually, it's a video. That looks like a poop. Okay, so <laughs> this is when this is when Ian sees this image. Okay. And Ian says, oh, it's a little hippopotamus without any front arms. Because you can kind of see it. You can kind of see yes, it. Yes, Now, what yeah. he missed was the context. It's actually an otter picking up his baby. Uh -huh. But he starts walking here. He's like, it doesn't have any arms. Oh, wait, what? what is? Oh, oh, it was so funny. That's hilarious. So that's not actually a hippopotamus. But look no. at this little. He's just loving on his little baby. Uh, like, for the podcast listeners, it's just exactly what you think. He just thought that an otter had. Mm-hmm. It mm -hmm. picks up its baby, and so when it picks up its baby, it looks kind of like a hippopotamus head. Are you sure that's an otter? Nope, it's a beaver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I cannot wait until he gets to tease me about that. In a world where Danae confuses beavers for otters. Go on. Hey, listen, it's a common problem. It's it is. Problem. It really is. Oh, man. Well, whatever the case, I'm ready to shoot a doe. You ready to shoot a doe? Let's do it. All right. So we're going to do the D-N-A-N-U. Uh, we'll have a D topic, an A topic, and as many U topics as we can get to. Feel free to throw them at us anytime. We'll do them at the end. We can uh, save them for later. But if you have something you want us to talk about, whether it's a topic, whether it's uh, you want us to solve a problem, uh, Yo, something we'll in the news it. that you're interested in our thoughts on, whatever the case may be, just put a letter U at the beginning and uh, we will bring it up uh, at the end. So, Danae, we start with you. What's the D topic today? Well, I just kind of had a question for the peoples that are joining us today, which is what is one of the first signs that you're getting out of an important routine for yourself? So I've never really been a routine person, but then as I've gotten older and then obviously having a kid, there are certain routines that are really helpful later on. And you kind of learn that routines are actually like time savers for later. It doesn't necessarily help now all the time. But then if you mm. keep thinking ahead for later, it does help now. It's like a cycle. Hmm. It's amazing how this works. There's also also things called goals. I've learned about those what? goals. And yes, to have goals in life. It's amazing. But um, I have noticed that when my life gets chaotic and I'm doing too much, too much, not stopping, not pausing, not having time for myself, not being present in certain ways, there are these little signs that start to happen, little things that start to occur around me that show me that I am starting to head towards chaos realm, which listen, I've lived in chaos realm before. I know I can do it, but there's preferences. And mm -hmm. one of those signs for me is my keys not being in the exact zipper pocket of the purse in which they're supposed to be. And when yes. that happens, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, I have gone too far. Uh, and I've been there for a few weeks now. <laughs> so I had some time over the weekend to just be like, you know what? I have massive deadlines. I'm so busy. I'm not even taking time to game or play or do things for myself. I need to stop and put things away because I'm gonna lose my mind. And I think that we all have make these little routines that help us to feel better or like, okay, everything's fine now. Uh, but sometimes we get out of those routines. So I was just kind of curious, like what those signs are potentially for you that you're out of an important routine in your hmm, life. That's an interesting one. Uh, I mean, there's obvious signs. Like if I get out of my morning routine of emptying the dishwasher and loading uh, dishes, then there are dishes on the counter. Uh, and, right, and that, those are like daily routines, well, right? Well, but the domino effect for that one is <laughs> if there are dishes on the counter, we don't have a ton of counter space. So if there are dishes on the counter, that means that when Jen gets home and wants to do her HelloFresh preparation, she does not have space to do her HelloFresh preparation, which means we have to order pizza. So really, I don't know if this is a bad thing or a good thing, mm. uh, but mm. yeah, it does. it is funny how there's a domino effect, you know, when there one thing is. gets missed. Mm -hmm. And this is like, there, I mean, there are those, but like, I guess for me, there's, and this kind of stems from a conversation I had with my friend Christy years and years ago, and she said something to the effect of, uh, you know, for her, there's like these little signs in her life that she's really getting back over into survival mode instead of really being intentional about stuff that's important to her. And one of them was her keys and also knowing where a couple of other things were. And I remember after that conversation, I thought, 
I don't even know where my keys are. I just chuck them. Like I just live in my moment. So mm-hmm. I walk into a room and I just put my keys down. And then part of my day is just wondering where they are. And I spent probably six, eight, ten months, something like that, just deciding this is where my keys go. That's a really new thing for me to make a decision about where my keys go. And there was this weird thing that happened after that, which is what suddenly I wanted everything to go somewhere because then it just helped my brain relax. And that was a really fun journey. So all this intentionality and then sometimes it goes all the way back. So, you know, there's stuff on counters, there's clutter piles, there's laundry, there's all these things around me. But when it gets to my keys, I know that almost every area of chaos has already been exhausted and I'm back to square one where like the thing that holds it all together is shaking. And that's really kind of where I stop and go, whoa. Um, another one for me, just to be quite honest with you, is when I when I crave a cigarette, then I'm like, oh, that's different. Something mm. is going on for me. So like there's a routine that I broke and then I got so stressed out over the last couple of weeks that I actually contemplated going and buying a smoke. And I was like, holy crap, I have come to that conclusion many times that it's a terrible thing to do. It's awful for my body. What do I, what am I craving? Mm-hmm. And it was, it's control. Like I need to have something in my life that I get to control. Mm-hmm. And I actually felt the craving for a cigarette, which I mean, that hasn't happened in a really long time. So then it was really wacky. Not only are my keys just MIA, now I want a cigarette? Like, okay. <laughs> Danae needs to not think about work and deadlines can wait. And if I get, you know, if I have to have a conversation with people that I'm disappointing because I'm not getting something done on a deadline, I'm just going to have to say, guys, I had to take a me day. Like, I got to, I got to like address some life stuff and make mm-hmm. sure that I'm mentally like in a good space to get yeah, back at the sure. table and just hit it hard. So it's been really interesting to kind of feel myself getting back into those spaces and be able to talk about it is really great too. Cause I think it's important to, you know, realize sometimes we just push ourselves too far and there's these little things in our life that show us that we're not putting something first that is important. And if we forget about it, our bodies and our environment will remind us about that. Hopefully before it gets to a point where you go and start to self-sabotage. <laughs> start smoking cigarettes again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, eating is probably my cigarettes. So, like, yeah. if, the, if if we're talking about that, you know, it's um, it's uh, well, actually, I have one recently. I started eating cereal again. I'd stopped eating bowls of cereal for a while, and that used to be like a staple of my like snack day. So I would just go pour a big bowl of cereal, you know, four to five hundred calories worth of cereal, just anytime I felt snacky, and it's all carbs and sugar and you know some milk, fine, whatever. But um, so I had stopped doing that. And then recently I was like, I just I just want cereal. I just want to I just want to maybe it's control. Like you said, I don't know. I don't know that I'd qualify it that way. But there's just something yeah. where it's like um, that's going to taste good. I love it. Like I, I'm going to do something for me kind of thing. And uh, and that's OK. Honestly, it's it's OK every once in a while, like to treat yourself. But for me, it becomes then a new pattern of, oh, I'm eating cereal again. Guess I'll have a bowl of cereal. And it's just like, oh, no, let's not do that. Let's go back to those little protein pack snacks. They're they're yummy. Mm. That's fine. Um, and uh, and just make better choices. So yeah, no, I totally get that feeling for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's important to kind of if, if you're in a place in your life where you are being intentional about some things and those intentional things begin to shift and move away, which is super normal for me because I change my routines a lot, you know, 
Um, I mean, I have a lot of things I want to work on. I have 17 or 18 places I keep notes. That's a dumb idea. I should work <laughs> on that, you know. <laughs> but I put the work in in the key department for so long. So to like let that go, knowing it's super important to me was just kind of a surprise. Uh, so anyways, if, it, even it if there's not a, an example in your life that's happening right now, it's, it's something interesting to think to think about. There's some good chats. You, 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 there's some good stuff in the chat if you want to look through those and, okay. and pull a couple of those. Yep. But I do want to say a funny story about keys. Um, there, we have a house guest. Uh, his name is Ian. And uh, every once in a while, he'll borrow keys. And he didn't know where to put them. So I, uh, I bought a, a key rack that just in giant letters says keys. And it's on the wall. So now everybody knows where the keys go. It is <laughs> just, strange. Like you have is. to make a, it has to make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But then like, okay, so then it becomes a conversation for a minute. So you try a spot out and then it doesn't work. So you move it and then everyone has to be in agreement about where it's moved. And then like, I've never been able to We've, be like, this is just where it belongs. Usually there's a kind of a shifting that happens. We, we have been a hanging by the garage door family forever. That is where the keys go. They hang by the garage door. Everybody put your keys there in case somebody needs to move your vehicle if it's in the way or something. Um, and so, yeah, so the keys go hanging by the garage door. That way they're right there when you're headed out. Um, so that's, that's kind of been our thing. In fact, the, the thing we replaced, by the way, the key holder that we replaced that was by the garage door, we got at like, uh, before our wedding 27 years ago or whatever, we've had it for like 27 years, just hanging by the garage door. The problem is it also has all these mail slots where you put like incoming and outgoing mail. And who does mail anymore? So we just were just like, this is all wasted space. So let's just let's get the keys thing. That's smart. I thought you were gonna say the problem was is it didn't say keys. <laughs> well, that too. That too. <laughs> it didn't actually say the words, and so people were just getting confused about <laughs> That's it. That's right. Yes, exactly. Uh Lolly says I had a week off and this morning has been a rush. Still not packed my sandwiches. I should probably do that now. You should do that now. Yes, you know, pack your sandwiches. Take us with you. We'll pack we'll sit them on the peanut counter. Butter and jelly. Man, one of the things that's kind of a bummer about Iris is school, and this totally makes sense, and it's not me shaming anybody, but there's people who have peanut allergies, you know, and so she can't have peanut butter sandwiches because it could affect another kid. So we got something called sun butter, which is sunflower seeds that are mashed mm -hmm. up to make into a, like a buttery thing, but she mm -hmm. doesn't like that either. So like our like, yeah, we got this backup plan is always PB&J, baby. No, can't do yeah. it. So now I have to come up with all these other options for food. Oh, guys, parenting wow. is a pain <laughs> in the beep. <laughs> that definitely got your dog's attention. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. I sure did. Mm -hmm. uh, Doc Trancy says, planning ahead helps. No way. I wish I was good at planning. Yep. Yep. If you, if you want to be good at planning and you're not good at planning, align yourself with a friend or like a, a mentor that is good at planning <laughs> and learn what you do and do not like. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Aaron is a good planner and I yet overplan. I still do not like some of the things that happen. So I've we've kind of balanced each other out over the years. But yeah, you are an over planner and I am an I under am like legit like I'm like, oh, this is something people want to do. All right, let's talk about all the details and make sure we know when we're doing it and what we're doing. And I'm just like, okay, sorry guys. That's just guys, I just yeah. thought about this. Hey <laughs> What if we did this, but then put it over here uh -huh, and then scooched uh -huh. this yes. over there? Look, I just want to go see Avatar in 3D. That's all I'm saying. So do I. Let's do it. But can you stop texting? I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just being silly. I texted once. <laughs> I'm being a butt. 
Um, I plan for chaos, and I'm never disappointed. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is one of the signs that things aren't quite right is when you're not planning for chaos then? Mm, maybe, maybe. That just mm -hmm. reminds me of, this must have been like a huge part of my developing brain, but I just remember in elementary school, one of my first quote-unquote art classes, the art teacher had that sign. It's a very famous cliche sign at this point, but it's just a sign that they hung on their desk and on it said, always plan ahead, but the H-E-A-D didn't quite fit at the end. And so it had to like curl around the end of the sign. And I just oh remember thinking, God. A, that was hilarious. Just as an elementary <laughs> school, like that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is there anything funnier in the world no, than that's that sign? Amazing. And then I also remember thinking, yeah, that's true. If I think ahead about things, they'll work better. <laughs> like, yeah. One of the big revelations I had when I was in like in elementary school was a te like a teacher having a class on um, thinking ahead, but planning like, for example, she said, you've got one piece of tissue and you have to you have a little bit of a, like a runny nose and you need to wipe your nose and you also have to wipe your butt or you have to wipe for out because you went to the bathroom. You're sitting on the mm -hmm. toilet and you have a little bit of toilet paper and you've got a runny nose. Which do you do first? Do you wipe your privates <laughs> or do you wipe your nose? And that blew my mind for some reason. And I was this little kid going, oh, my God. Yeah, you would never do that out of order. And I've been trying to think of like the right order ever since. <laughs> That's Teachers a really are powerful, bad idea. Man. That's a really bad idea to go out of order. That's a really oh, bad idea. Man. I should do this in order. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Blew uh, your mind by blowing your nose. I like this one from Castrov. I don't notice at all. ADHD is a cruel mistress. You know what, though? You can still find ways to function. I mm -hmm. hope you are. I hope you're finding a way to yeah. to function. There's not really a right way. You kind of find what works best for you and then keep adapting as life uh, time goes on. Mm -hmm. um, I like this one from JCD when you're talking about the pizza thing where you're like, if the dishes aren't on the thing and I don't do the dishes mm -hmm. and it ends up becoming pizza, uh, JCD says, I call that the pizza fly effect. No, it's very purposefully the dominoes effect. Uh, it's very, very purposefully. So that's yeah. Because it's pizza's dominoes. Because pizza's dominoes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just you in case it. anyone missed it. it. Slab gets it. Slab, Slab gets it. Slab got it. Um, this is interesting, completely unrelated, but I want to pay attention to it. Real Monkey says, I have just had an advert on Twitch for elevating your comment up to $100 for two and a half minutes elevated comment. What the beeperino. What? I don't yes. know anything about so this. So Twitch is starting to do some new things. I just saw like a notification about it too. I try to have my Twitch turned all of the advertisement off. Now, I know Twitch has their own thing and they can kind of like interrupt and do whatever they want to do um, to try to encourage people to sub to channels. But I don't have my adverts set to have to be on all the time. Um, and also, yeah, you don't have to elevate comments. Well, we pretty much just on this show elevate them all. But I'm wondering if that's more for like huge streamers who have must be hundreds and hundreds of people typing at the same time and YouTube someone wants to elevate it i think youtube has done this for a while where you like you have uh you give a certain amount to the channel and your comment is easier seen yeah. by the live streamer kind of yep. thing so yeah. yep shouldn't be a big deal here but that's a lot of money but maybe not for somebody who's watching a huge streamer which of course we are not huge streamers <laughs> Uh, Polly, walnuts, dishes in the sink means I can't rinse out the tubs for the kids' rock tumblers. So I keep them running so the rocks get shinier. That's so sweet. Have you ever done rock tumblers today? No, but yeah. I want That's to. That's the fun thing I remember doing as a kid. Like you take these, they just look like, 
you know, rocks that you would find out in, you know, your yard or, or whatever. And then you put them in these tumblers and it uses, you know, processes of erosion and friction mm-hmm. and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And they turn into these beautiful, shiny stones. And it's just, yeah. I don't know, it's a really interesting lesson in, in how the causticness of life can turn us into something beautiful. Listen, some people would just say, this is how I get a shiny stone. I'm happy about <laughs> it. And you're like, let's talk about the deep meaningfulness of life. That's right. That's right. That's why we work well together, sir. That's radio gold right there. JCD says, at work, part of my routine every week is to count for pests and disease. I honestly had to adjust that routine to make sure I could scout and be able to complete jobs for multiple labs. And if you do it in the wrong order, man, all of a sudden Mm. there's pests scouting diseases everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you have a pest that's scouting for you for diseases, you never know what's going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. like a little cockroach is there just with like a little clipboard just you know making observations about what it thinks a disease is and that's just gonna really skew some algorithms i'm pretty sure yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep uh caster says i mean i guess i notice if it's something i set a notification for my phone and i still don't get around to it this is a great example but there's a lot uh there's not really a consistent underlying reason that happens in the first place but it's still something where if you realize that you've got 30 notifications that you're outside of a routine of checking in on something and then you have to kind of go, well, what do I want to do here? So for me, I was getting a lot of notifications on my phone that didn't mean anything to me. That's why my notifications were getting crazy. So I went in and I had to spend some time setting my notifications on my phone. So it's like I'm only getting the ones that I absolutely need to look at. So another great example, though, if you get out of a routine, then there's a backup or there's something else that happens that doesn't help your life. Uh feel like how you want it to feel mm-hmm. did you have any other comments nope. that you wanted to get to Aaron? none that i saw you hit them all okay nicely done oh i guess real says this one though food is my weakness and bad habit since getting a desk-based job i have put on weight but i really enjoy cooking so it's hard to avoid mm. uh, uh-huh i feel you yeah that's a hard one i love flavor i went yeah, to gum but you're, but you're but you're able to be sat- satiated with a little bit of flavor Whereas yes. for consumers like me, I'm a consumer. Like yeah. if it's good flavor and it's available to me, I want all of it and I want yeah. more of it. And yeah. so like there's, so it really is something where if there's an entire, you know, bag of caramel popcorn, let's just say as a recent, uh, not um, terribly inaccurate example. Uh, if there's a bag of caramel popcorn, it's like, I can't just have a couple pieces of popcorn when there's more there and I'm like, but if I grab for more, I get that flavor experience again. So like, you know, for a consumer like myself, it's just like, it's it, till it's gone, you know, I have to get out. And I'll play these mental mind games where it's like, I know this isn't healthy for me to eat an entire bag of caramel popcorn, but once I do, it'll be gone. And so then it won't be, you know, around anymore and I won't yeah. have to worry about it, which is just yeah. a weird thing. Like, it's just, it's just counterproductive. So, one from yeah. Elizabeth. Um, hi, by the way. I feel once I started sleeping through alarms or snoozing alarms, that's another good sign. Something's, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get up. What is yeah. that? Um, yeah, this is, you're right. Parenting really is difficult. You're not wrong about that. Nah, piece of cake. <laughs> wow, Aaron. This is, the, this is the guy who was up all night <laughs> waiting for a tow truck for his piece son. Piece of cake. Piece of cake, sir. <laughs> I love cake. Yeah, let's go back to talking about food (laughs) consumption. (laughs) What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. Um, yeah, I think we're ready to go on to your topic if you want to, but good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. Uh, all right. Day topic for today. Cheater. When's the time you caught someone cheating at a game or when is the time you cheated at a game? Asking for some honesty here. Mm. Um, so this stems from a couple things going on in the world. Uh, in the world of chess, there's a big cheating scandal right now where a grandmaster like the greatest chess player ever to have played is playing right now he's just like has the big highest rating a chess player has ever had he's insanely good mm -hmm. and this up and coming i think 19 year old beat him recently at a tournament and the grandmaster did some interesting things where he insinuated the person was cheating without actually calling them out as a cheater and so now the internet is just like, well, how are they cheating? What did yeah. they do? And there's, it's a really interesting story if you want to look into it. And it involves hiding uh, uh, vibrating signals from someone who is watching the game uh, off screen uh, somewhere where they cannot be seen. Um, I'll let you use your imagination. So, uh, so yeah, so there's cheating involved in chess. There what is. What do you mean use my imagination? <laughs> is he on the moon? Do you know what my imagination does? Now no, he's riding the... a unicorn, unicorn over a rainbow with like glitter coming off of his head, and he's got no. some sort of contraption on his mind, and he's no, like no. Hold on. observing from heaven, you know, and then like sending uh -huh. some sure. sort of signal mm -hmm. to the uh, opponent. This is what happens when you say use my imagination. No, no, no. not use your imagination about where the person sending the signals is mm -hmm. from. Is from use your imagination about where the signals are arriving okay so inside the nostril great <laughs> sure I mean, yes exactly dumb. yes that the nostril yes exactly <laughs> just right up in the sinus <laughs> so what? anyhow uh follow this almost immediately by a poker hold cheating hold on no hold on hold on so you're saying that right now there's this like internet conspiracy right now uh -huh. and someone is is like yes and he's got a vibrator up his butt yes yes thank you Danae, for making it clear i appreciate that yeah and somebody's sitting sending single so that's how he knows based on you know the the how do you go there for how do you get there as like i mean are are these are these chess people like thoroughly checked before going on to you know to of course not of course not why would they do a cavity search for a chess match like well, that's you just know. what i'm saying is like what why are we going to like butt vibration cheating do you know, <laughs> why are we there why is it not like something is in the clothes and it's like okay, sending so, so an electromagnetic field through the armpit re shoes, like why are we in the butt shoes shoes <laughs> is, is is shoes has been uh thought of before uh for sure but that has been uh much more difficult to get away with so um you know it's just it's the internet today it's the internet but the, the, okay 
No, this is you, great. You Go for brought it. it up. I did. So <laughs> just like a casual thing, like. You know, you're not you're not talking about like one of the theories is that, you know, he's got something in his hair or like there's like a tiny little bio implant somewhere. We're talking about butt vibrations for chess this day. Mm -hmm. What is this day? So similar accusations for uh, the poker world happen almost immediately in this very strange hand. And you don't have to know poker. I'll try to explain, uh, explain it on a But do we have to understand butt vibrations? <laughs> no, we've already talked about that. Is but that yes, happening in poker too? That, is that like has if been, you're cheating, that has been you're suggested. just having that has your been butt suggested. vibrate? <laughs> yes, that has been suggested. But anyhow. Um, okay, so the, the new headline is like, when sex toys have gone too far. <laughs> yes. That's the headline. How how um, how is this a thing? I don't understand. Like, is it just easy? Is this yeah? And what it vibrates like Morse code? Yes. And then you're yes, just sitting you're there it. like going, you know, rook to whatever, whatever, uh -huh. and yes. some and, yes, and trying not to, you know, end it. What I if think... you have to poop? <laughs> <laughs> so many Tonight. questions. You so can't, many questions. You can't just drop this on me and be like, just use your imagination. Laxatives, now I am using first, my imagination. First, you know, you have to do a round of laxatives oh before God. the chess match. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, so what's the grand prize? I'm, what, I'm what are we going? What, like, how much money is this we're talking about here? Because it's not just like you're talking about somebody that has to learn an entire vibration language through their butt to make this happen or, or it could be listen there are so many this these are tricks that magicians have used for years to do like um cold reads and those kind of things um you know with their their assistants so there are different kind of uh signals that you can use uh in that way but um thank you thank you thank you christy <laughs> I'll just say. You should I'll just say, say. Say what Christy said. Just I'll, quote I will Christy. Just say, no, hold say on. It, Aaron. Hold on. I will just say <laughs> for for the podcast audience. Come join us live. Will you yes. come join us live? Please do. Um, yes, Christy. Correct. Uh, if Chris it is said involved poker in the, in the rear. Let's just come on. <laughs> listen, you're the one that brought it up. Anyhow, in poker, let us talk about what's happening there. So, in poker terms. This person who's a brand new uh, poker player was playing against some pros. In poker, you're you know trying to fake what cards you might have and you know scare the other per person away, that kind of stuff. And they made this call with uh, nothing. Basically, they had a, a really bad hand. It was like the only way that they make that call is if they know they have them beat. And so immediately the person was accusing them of cheating and all this kind of stuff. And it was a $280,000 poker hand. So, you know, it was uh, a lot of money. And it was, it was worth the effort is what you're mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it, you, your uh, moral lines, you know, may vary, but, um, but yes. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying you have to train for this for a while. It's not just something that you decide you're going to do one afternoon. But in this case, I actually don't think there was any cheating going on because this is just a very wealthy person who doesn't understand the game very well. I think she just made a mistake and she gave the money back to him. Now, when she gave the money back to him, many people were like, well, that means she was cheating because she just wanted it to be over. And I'm like, no, cheaters don't give the money back. Cheaters keep the money like it, people who are innocent, who are like, I just want this to end because I want you to feel better. Like, I'm sorry. Like they give the money back, um, in my opinion. So, 
so yeah, I think she was probably innocent. But what's really interesting to me is there's all this cheating scandal stuff going on right now. And it just got me thinking like taking advantage and cheating and, and those kind of things is a really interesting concept to me because there are many people who believe it's not cheating until you get caught, that you can do anything you want within a game situation. I have relatives like this during cards who will literally say, if you don't catch me taking an extra card, that's not cheating. That's me, you know, being able to, you know, get one by you kind of thing. So mm. it's, it's just mm. a really interesting conversation. Did you say uh, Jesus have. is watching you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Jesus that's, knows. that's my go-to every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jesus knows. He does, you know, so yeah, I didn't catch you, but you just wait until the pearly gates. <laughs> Which that's, that's the I one thing up. holding I, you back. That's right. Then I follow it up with, <laughs> "Would you rather win this game or go to hell?" That's what. That's what, how I follow it up. You know. Just, I mean, it's really, right? Really useful. Really. Which useful. is the same thing the person's asking before they put a vibrator up their butt. <laughs> so anyhow, controlling that in the audience, going and how do you focus? You know, that takes training. And are we supposed to just stop and take a moment and be like? Good on you. I mean, I've never thought about this before. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. You're welcome. I was glad. I was glad. Thank now, you, Aaron. Now, if we want to get to the actual question of the day, <laughs> as opposed to the details of the cheating scandals that have been going on, um, have you ever caught someone cheating uh, at a game or have you ever cheated? I would love to know. Lolly says, not cheating until you're caught. Those people are incorrect. That's the difference between successful and unsuccessful cheating. Mm -hmm. I like this. It's in the I cheating agree. category, but there's successful versus unsuccessful. Or, I mean, successful cheating is not getting caught, and then unsuccessful cheating is getting caught. Yep, yeah, I agree with her. I think this is good. Castro says, so I was playing Super Mario Brothers for the Game Boy Advance, and there's one of those match two cards mini games where you can win power-ups. I found out that there are pre-configured arrangements for the cards instead of them being set at random. So I looked up the game on a wiki <clears throat> and then figured out which cards I could pick to figure out the arrangements as quickly as possible. Danae, is that cheating? No. Is looking up the solution to a game you're playing cheating? Is looking to the solution page of a Sudoku before you finished it cheating? All right, listen. <laughs> this is a complicated question. Uh-huh. Sometimes the, like, so Sudoku is a game you can play and then you can set your own rules when you play it. Like, mm -hmm. let's say that you're playing against a friend. We can actually talk about doing this with playing cards. So we, we're- So um, you're only cheating yourself. If you're cheating, you're I, only cheating yourself. But that's, it depends on your own personal rule. If you get to the end of right. it and you're like, I didn't solve this and I wanna look at the solution, I think that you're still like learning. I don't know if it means like, so for me, I go, I got 80% there. And then the rest of the way I had to have help, especially in certain crosswords. Like I just, I genuinely don't know the answer. So I'm gonna go mm -hmm. look, is that cheating? No, because I've already completed it to where I wanted to complete it. And then I usually will sometimes mark what, like, I didn't do this one, this one, this one. I'll put, like, a little star beside it. Knowing but you also know, so there's no lack of knowledge, right? Like, that's that's the thing. If you're, quote, unquote, cheating, you're just cheating yourself, and you know that you're cheating, so you're okay with, it, you know, it, it, doing it. But that is, is, is there a universal rule about completing a crossword puzzle and not being able to get assistance? No, it's a personal preference. So I do as much as I can until I'm done. And then I, if I'm still curious about the answer, I go, you know, is it cheating in a movie to go and read a blog about what actually the movie meant after you've watched it? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Is that absolutely. cheating to go read <laughs> up on what people think that it means like the Blair Witch Project? 
is it cheating to get curious about something and go learn about it? No, I think there's just a curiosity there. Now, let's say that you're playing with other people and you set the guidelines and then someone goes outside of a perceived guideline, then you just keep having conversations. Here's a perfect example of that. Aaron and I play competitive spider solitaire because we're mm. we're dorks. Um, and so we sit down and we start to play and then we realize, oh, uh, we could actually change the configuration a little bit. So let's do, you know, do it this way. And we kind of keep talking until we come to an agreement of what is playing within our rules. But there might be a time where I do something that helps me win, not realizing that you're not doing the same thing because you didn't know it was an option. I think when we started doing that, I, I wasn't aware that you were like going backwards like you were undoing yeah. moves you had made. And yeah. I was like, that's cheating. And then, but Is no, it? that's just not if we all agree, right? But, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, I think there's conversation to be had about who you're playing with. Another example, you're with one family and they play, uh, you know, Monopoly one way. And then you go and you visit someone and you play it your way and they do it differently and they think that you're a cheater, but really that's just how you've always played it. Or pool. There's a, when Ian came over to the U.S., we played pool with him, and he was like, I'm going to play American pool, and he cheated, but he didn't realize he was cheating because that's how he plays pool in Europe. Like, he didn't know, so I think you have to have conversations, but if you're going to go enter into a competition or a tournament where there are some clear guidelines, if it's not written out there, I think there's obviously room for interpretation. Um, sometimes it's obvious, and sometimes it's not obvious. That's kind of my, I think that's just my stance on it. No, I think that's fair. Polly Walnut says, in a tournament, we caught a guy playing the game Warlord. It's card, uh, a D20 game, rolling and picking up the die so fast and calling it a hit. We made him roll a die tray uh, from then on. Yeah, so someone rolls. They're the only one that can see the roll. They're like, I hit, but there's no confirmation of that, and it was happening too much. It's like, we don't know that they're cheating, but let's make sure and have him roll where we can see it. That's a really good solution. Angry Ostrich 89 says, I cheat at video games with Chinchilla Zill sometimes. Distract him with my feminine looks, LOL. Is that cheating? Or is that training? Great question. You know? Great question. Or is that just using your advantage? I mean, you can't help if you wiggle a little bit. And you know what? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. If it now if you guys establish described. If you just establish that you shouldn't do that, then yeah, you're cheating. Cheating is described as taking unfair advantage. Uh, and in that I mean, case, what a broad, what a broad <laughs> statement. Uh, ShaggyNet78 says, I used to cheat at words with friends, but it did help me learn new words. Words with friends is an interesting one, uh, because that is something where it's turned base. And absolutely, you could just, you know, there are certainly uh, entire websites dedicated to finding the best word uh, that goes into different places. So, yeah, yeah. I don't one. like the definition of cheating. I think it needs to be more like detailed. I think mm -hmm. the definition of cheating is cheating. I, you know what I mean? I think, I think the definition, yes. whoever wrote it was cheating a little bit when they wrote the definition <laughs> of cheating is what I'm saying. Uh, it says my niece cheats at Candyland. Oh, shame on her. Shame on her. <laughs> so let me tell you about one thing. And I, I'm curious what you guys think. I'm going to put a poll up. Okay. Uh, did Danae and Aaron cheat? I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. Yes. No. And I'm going to set this for five minutes. All right. It's interesting. I can't wait to hear this story. We were, uh, Aaron was driving his children in his van. <laughs> I was in his earbud on the phone. The children did not know this, that I was on the phone. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to hang out for a second. He's like, that's fine. And he starts talking about math equations, right? Now I'm in front of a calculator. I think I was on my computer. 
And I tell him, I think it was my idea. I don't remember exactly, but I tell him like he starts doing this mental math, but I'm actually feeding him the answers on the, on the calc. Like I do the, so, the, 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 the calculations and I tell him in his ear what the answer is. So for a little bit of context, yeah. with my kids growing up from, from the time they could talk, one of our favorite travel things was I would ask them, uh, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. They would pick one and I'd say single digit, double digit, triple digit, and they would pick one. And then I would give them a problem. So if they pick yeah. single digit addition, I'd go nine plus two. And then they would, you know, give me 14. <laughs> so it allowed, it allowed them to test themselves, you know, to be like, okay, I think I'm going to try double digit addition now and see if I can do that. So uh, consequently, all my kids have excelled in math because this is just yes. what we did. But, um, but so uh, during this time, I was like, hey, why don't you guys test me? I'll go with triple digit multiplication. Let's go. And they would give me numbers. And then Danae would, would punch them I into a calculator feed, and so feed them he, into my yes. ear. The children would say, the triple digit challenge number he would say it out loud to make sure i heard it i typed it in and then i sent it back to him and he blew their minds and never told them what he actually did in the moment and then they all really accelerated at math because they were blown away that aaron was doing this <laughs> mental math honestly as the years went on i was like that was kind of cool because they were like we're capable of doing this and i think that they like really have challenged themselves in these mm -hmm. areas they they were in like math were they math elites is that what they were oh yeah yeah they've yeah. all been to various different kinds of math competitions and do yeah. i take credit for that i think a little <laughs> was it cheating that's my question to you chat was that cheating uh i personally think that it was cheating but I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much because it was sort of like the innocent level of cheating where we're not, I don't know, doing something that's permanent damage. It's more like creating this fun story, this fun moment, this fun mm -hmm. memory that, you know, makes a parent appear godlike or mm -hmm. something, you know, yeah. and kind of gives them this cool thing. So like for me, but it was still cheating. It was still, you didn't do the mental math. You, I did it in my head. You did it in your head. <laughs> Technically, it was all happening. I think in the at ear. this point we are we are we are uh, tipping dipping our toes into honesty, uh, like the overall concept of like lying, not just cheating. You know, well, what was the definition of cheating again? Uh, taking unfair advantage in a game. Taking unfair advantage mm -hmm. yeah. in a game. So I guess the question is, was that technically a game? Right. Right. <laughs> you yes, definitely exactly. had unfair advantage. I mean, you had a you had like a calculator in mm -hmm. your ear mm -hmm. yeah. do they know have you ever told them that to this day i can't remember um i don't think we have i think we've talked about it publicly and like if they caught it mm -hmm. then they'll know but i wonder if right. they even care because they're old enough now i don't think that they would care anymore i don't know that they would remember um but yeah the was... lie has outlasted <laughs> like yeah we, we let it go for so many years it's just now like not even interesting anymore mm -hmm. yeah yeah. I was kind of hoping that one day your a child would come to me and say something like, I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been wondering about this for a long time, Danae. <laughs> uh, Lolly says, I was accused of cheating at a game this weekend. My husband rolls his dice. I do a Jedi hand wave and he genuinely thinks that's cheating because I manipulate his rolls. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. So I want to talk about dice rolls a little bit too. So I think I was cheating a little bit with my dice rolls. Uh, so just for my personal story, um, I have this story, obviously we're talking about with the children. That's one that's always kind of been like circulating mm -hmm. in my mind. 
So I have this uh, this dye that I, I purchased and it's um, been created out of resin. And there was this public campaign with Critical Role and there was this little character that kind of appeared and somebody made a D20 and they put like they put the whole thing together. So it's got like a little moss on the bottom and then like this little tuft of grass and then it's just the rest of it is clear resin. So it looks just like a tuft of grass, uh, which is Henry the Crabgrass is the name of the character. And it was just this funny kind of moment in their campaign and someone made a die about it. I love this die, but technically it has to be imbalanced because technically there's something on the inside that weighs something, right? Now, mm -hmm. are there dye that are perfectly balanced? Uh, yes, they're very expensive, by the way. They're like $80 for one dye to get Amazing. like a perfectly balanced dye that every roll you're guaranteed to not have an imperfection in it or something that like technically makes it. So anyways, I'm using this dye and I'm realizing it rolls low. Like it rolls not like so much. Sometimes it would roll high, but it was pretty consistently a low roll. So when I was a dungeon master and I was a story master and I'm in charge of the game and I had, you know, my players and I really wanted them to succeed, I would grab that die hoping that it would be a low roll because I kind of wanted whatever I was crafting to go in a specific direction, but I still wanted to leave it up to chance. Um, so I think that was probably cheating. I mean, it was cheating in favor of my players uh, because I wanted to have lower roles and it didn't always work that way. But I knew it had to be, mm. you know, low. So I think that was probably cheating. Too. I feel a certain sort of way about that. Like I, I, my understanding of Dungeons and Dragons is that that's the the fun is the chance element, oh, yeah. like the true chance element. So if you as dungeon man, master are putting your weight, you know, your foot on the scales a little bit and you know moving the story a certain way, that's kind it's of that's powerful. A, it's, uh -huh. uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. If I were a player, which I'm, I, you know, I haven't really played so. It's, it's also tough because I didn't put like a, I don't have any scientific evidence to say that that well, guy isn't that's rolling. Fair. It's right. just, I watched it and I was like, I think it's low. And I think that it's weighted because of this being a specialty die. So I, it's kind of like, it could be in my head, but I still reach for it when I want a greater chance at failure. And technically that's, that's still leaving it to chance. Cause I've rolled D twenties on it many times as well. So yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, there you go. Uh, so he lost says you created a magical illusion that inspired children, not cheating. You were using all the tools in your kit. However, the poll says 100 percent, not 100 percent, 67 percent of the chat that voted in the poll said, yes, that was cheating. Yes. But did anybody vote twice? <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, that's a good place to go to the you questions. Let's do oh, oh. it. Uh, I do want to read this one from Lucas. Okay, sure. I have the final answer. Cheating in a game is when I enter the code of a video game and make changes for my benefit. Walkthroughs is to be guided, so being guided is different from cheating. Okay. Yeah, Fair I think enough. I agree with that. Uh, let's see you questions. Um, this is where you have something that you want to know. So please hit us up with it uh, right now and we will get through as many of them as we can before we say goodbye this morning. Um, so yeah, what do you guys want to talk about? What do you guys, what do you want to know? What do you want to talk about? What's going on in your world that you want our opinions on? Yeah, oh my gosh, I want to get back into my game so bad. Do you, uh, Danae, do you... Do you want to take phone calls on this show? Not to like this morning because we haven't tested it, but like I think literally we have the ability to take phone calls now. Is that something we want to open up to people? So listen, we've done live radio. 
we know how phone calls can go. Mm-hmm. I think the answer is a solid no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could probably take phone calls and like, or pre-recorded messages that people could leave us messages and then we could answer them so they could hear their own voice on the show. That sounds like fun. Mm. But it it becomes kind of sometimes a little bit awkward, I think, for an audience to just kind of wonder when the conversation's going to We'll just hang up, up on people. We'll just, people we just have, have to yeah. know. Well, we'll just that's have, what we'll we did on radio. On we had to be like, oh, thanks for calling, click. Mm-hmm. Which is that weird, you know, since we're not going to music in 10 seconds and there's not a clock that we have to punch? <laughs> is it just like, wow, we are awkward right now and we're kicking people off the show? That seems a little strange mm-hmm. to me. I think I trust in our ability to navigate awkwardness. Um, yeah, you do. See the rest of this show this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone is doing well. Please remember that there are counselors present out there that can talk to you about it's anything true. that you need to discuss. Oh, yep. my gosh. All right. Bring <laughs> us our first you question today. No, you do it, Aaron. Okay, fine. Uh, Slab says, speaking of sons, didn't you have some news recently, Aaron? Um, whatsoever are you talking about? Um, Aaron's y- pregnant again. I am, but it's not me. <laughs> it's my son. I'm a grandpa. Um, yeah, wild stuff, guys. Turns out um, that your babies can have babies. Uh, so. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, our oldest uh, and his wife are expecting in February. Uh, so, yeah, so that's going to happen um, and is public now. So I can say it live on the show. It was it was a secret for a hot minute. It was a secret for a while. Secret, secret. Because I had to be like, how long have you known and not told me? <laughs> and what does that mean about our friendship? <laughs> I didn't really do that. I didn't really do that. It's not my secret to tell. It's, I know. You know. I have to kind of, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, her name is Ayla, and uh, she will be uh, with us if uh, all goes well in February. So yeah. Oh, thank you, Lolly. Congratulations. I'm Appreciate very, very that. excited. So I wonder it's... if they're going to ask me for advice. Probably not. Mm, I wonder if they're going to ask me for advice. I wonder if they're uh, going to ask Jen for advice. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to ask their brothers for advice. I wonder if they need advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I bet they get as much advice as they can handle. Uh, possible. It depends on their no, social circle. There is, there is not a, uh, a dearth of parenting advice from people, even though you haven't asked them once you have kids, for sure. Yeah, they should come on the show and ask the DNA for advice in the you question section. Lolly, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. First so, child says slab, they won't ask for it, but they'll need it. I yeah. agree. I agree. There's some things that I'm really glad people just like told me, but I did a lot of research. And then I have friends that were really upset that I didn't ask for advice. They're like, you didn't call me. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. Sorry. This will be the first child, the first grandchild on both sides. This will be the first great grandchild on all four sides. <laughs> so like this, Ayla's going to be a, uh, spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm all for it. Um, How about this you question from Castrif? What is the time when you were trying to fix something, but actually made it worse the way that I did? with the window screen in my sunroom. First of all, sorry about that. Hope it's all gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. This has happened so many, this this has happened so many times. Um, anytime there's a, a mess that you panic, 
try to panic clean. I think of like uh, ink spills, like broken ink spills or whatever. And then you just end up like turning a little dot of ink on your carpet into this like massive blob. <laughs> massive blob. Um, yeah, this 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 unfortunately happens all the time. Um, um, the one yeah. that I'm thinking of is, is one of my epic stories that I'm happy to share with you. And I'll try to do this the, the, the quick version. But one day I found a spider in my tub, which I perceived to be a problem. And I thought instead of killing the spider, I would I would release it back into the wild, you know, to go do its spidery things. And so I solved the problem by capturing the spider into a cup and then covering, you know, the bottom of the cup and taking it outside. And because I was dramatic, I suppose, I don't know, I was having like a moment. Instead of just laying it down on the ground, I said, be free. And I flung it, right? Which mm -hmm. was not wise and this is where the story this is real this really this really happened to me i flung the spider into an existing spider web that happened to be i didn't see it and true to like discovery channel nature programming from the rafters of the the, the little parking garage comes a huge spider that was waiting for prey to enter into its domain and it just attacked the spider i had just saved it kills it it's doing the thing and i'm like panicking like no 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 so then why i try to save the spider that i was intent on saving which is dumb it's it's done it's over and so i reach up with the cup and i like go at the web to try to you know i don't know get it back in there safely it's it's got i don't i kill them both on accident and that is why i now just let nature them. take its course I, I release them onto the ground very gently i i, I was devastated i was <clears> young <throat> i was devastated i couldn't believe it i was like charlotte i'm so sorry <laughs> oh god it was very upsetting yeah that's yeah. my story yep <sighs> Uh, next question can we talk about aaron judge what's aaron sure. judge do you know baseball aaron judge? player okay i get his home run run to 62 is cool and historic but can we not make it a thing where we interrupt other programs uh, sports records are interesting um speaking of cheating this is a sports record that is impacted by the idea of cheating because his run to 62 really only matters because people don't consider barry bonds hitting 73 and mcguire hitting 70 and sosa hitting 67 or whatever they don't consider those to count because they were all doped up on steroids or whatever <laughs> so uh so it's interesting did they prove that they were doped up on steroids uh, I think they have admitted uh, oh. that, except for Bonds, maybe has never taken a, so a positive test. But um, well, again, you can have that question. Um, but yes, that they, they were breaking a rule of the game for sure. Um, so it's it's weird because it's people going, "Hey, you know, Aaron Judge is going to break the old record of Roger Maris without cheating," and it's like, well, that, first of all, how do you know? How do you know he's not cheating? Second of all, um, does it really matter? I don't know, but yes, quit interrupting uh, other programs with it. If you're interested in it, you'll find a way to keep up up with it, right? Like, I don't, it's weird to think that we're all uh, interested in it. So, yeah. I mean, Danae's interested. Like, she is uh, oh, 100%. She knows, like, Danae, you know, how many games left does he have to get to 62? At least seven, six. Well, there's always like the point part of it too. 
Mm, okay. Or like the play after part the of game. It? Yeah. So like uh-huh. after the game, you can still earn a little bit. Mm, mm, yeah. So you have uh, to consider that... interest. That's what they call yeah. it in, in baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There's all those statistics, you know, the, the BMIs, mm-hmm. the statistics and stuff uh-huh. that yeah. you have yeah. to consider. And so they, you know, they take that and then they multiply it and there's yeah, but how many games does he have left? Well, it just you're, depends. It depends. You're following this closely. Oh, okay, but depends. which league are we talking about? Because <laughs> it just it, it it's yeah. varies. No, you're right. A lot you're of right. variation. Right. The answer uh, seems like it's four. There. But uh, I was. But no, Danae is. Some right. say four, and you know what? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and say four. Uh very nice. Um, <sighs> JCD says, in fairness, Aaron, it's the American League record he's going after. Yeah, uh huh. Because you see, like league records celebrated in this way all the time, where they're interrupting things for a league record listen we've been in a pandemic they're desperate for excitement for anything you know people oh, are just baseball desperate is supremely for desperate for attention they yes want absolutely everything it's going to be like someone has a clean cleat at the end of the show <laughs> let's give them a prize because they're just want uh-huh they're so happy you know we should be celebrating these things and yes it's definitely annoying but at least you have it you know yeah yeah at least you've got it at least there's baseball you know Thank God for baseball. Yes. Danae actually just said those words. Uh, Chinchillazil says, you question, given it's spooky season, what's your favorite Halloween activity? Ooh. Um, so uh, everything is more exciting now that there's a little person in my life because her happiness is exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a, a store and she saw this little decoration. And it was pretty adorable. It's like a a, a a moon, and this little this little girl is sitting on the like the little moon edge, and she's holding a little black cat, and she's wearing a little witch hat, and she's just adorable. And I was just like, I want, I want this as a decoration. And I looked at it, and I was like, Yes, I do too. Now want that because <laughs> it is a little child, and it makes you happy. Now she dropped it, and the head popped off, so we had to buy another one, and then you know, like ask if we needed to buy the broken one, and that was a great story about the headless child on a moon. And I think that's my excited, like, like that's what I'm excited about is what does she want to put in the house that's meaningful for her? Is it impulsive because she just wants to buy things because she's obsessed with purchasing things? That's possible. But I really like the decoration. I'm, usually, I'm not usually that kind of a person. I'm usually like, I don't, I just want to wake up and get my stuff done and be happy and not have to think about doing a whole bunch of other things. But Iris makes it all like super exciting. So... I think I I think my answer is Iris, <laughs> which, is, um, which seems really lame, but it's true. My favorite Halloween activity is disc golf. Now that it's not ninety five degrees every day, wait, uh, wait, I can I'm go sorry. out and play some disc How, golf. That it's what's your favorite Halloween activity, and you're making mm-hmm. it disc golf? Sure, yeah, why not? How is that a Halloween activity exactly? I'm gonna play on Halloween. Okay, I don't, I don't understand. All right, I, what, what okay. are we talking about here? No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen and it didn't count. That's what I'm saying. Okay, fair You're enough. You're cheating. Fair enough. You're cheating. Fair enough. Um, here's one from Lucas. What was your biggest digital loss? Oof. Oh, these are freaking painful, man. Oof. These stories hurt so deeply. I had the same Google account since 05, and last week, for no reason, Google suspended my account and I lost 17 years of digital history. That's terrifying. Can we just take a moment for Lucas's loss here? Because that that hurts. 
Do you remember when uh, I thought I had lost every well, single file off my Google Drive? Yeah. Because I was transferring them and uh, and they all disappeared. Yeah. Even from the deleted files, like it was all gone. Literally had like, to find my way do? to Google customer service somehow, which by the way, not easy to find Google customer service. No. And they were like, oh, well, we can go in the back end and, and click a couple know, buttons. And you're like, and yes, do a, that. Click a couple buttons and then Please you'll know that. when to make your chess move. But but will you, unless you understand the language? Go into you know? the back end, click a couple buttons, and then you'll know. Yeah, it works. That's it. it works. Yeah, 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 it works. I think um, it did, like maybe like wait for the buzz or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was terrifying. Uh, yeah. That ended up oh. being okay, thankfully. But I have had moments where um, I have lost things. Um, I have lost a song I wrote for my youngest child. <laughs> I don't know if that's a digital loss, but uh, I but digital, I thought I had it. Digital. I thought I had it somewhere. I had a phone and I was doing audio recordings when Iris was born of like her first sounds that she made the first like gurgles and noises and coos and I lost all of that and it was like you really can't do much because you can't fight for something that's not there like mm -hmm. there's just it, it reminds me of like when people have talked about like a house fire or something like you, you literally don't have any choice anymore something has happened it was out of your control in my case, it was actually in my control. I just clicked a button too fast. And you have to just deal with whatever happened. And then it's just managing what it what it means. And it sucks and it's really, really hard. But yeah, that one was hard because I had like her first heartbeat that I heard like in the womb on there. And just like cool stuff that, you know, you can't get back. And the place that I have to go in my mind to get okay is it's okay. Like how many thousands how many millions of parents before never had a recording of their child's first heartbeat they just have the memory of it and that's all they needed and so i kind of had to just say like we like to hold on to things like for me i have a lot of digital history i don't know that i'm going to go back and look through all the pictures i've taken ever right but i know that they're there and that gives me comfort like maybe when i'm 90 i'm looking back through pictures and i'm having memories and it's really cool but if i'm not enjoying my life then why is it cool so I really had to wrestle multiple times. I'm just giving one of many examples of losing something digital. It sucks, especially like when it's a hard drive where you've stored stuff and it's it's just all, it reminds you what's temporary. And it's always a reminder to me to just make sure that my energy is flowing into something that has a return, which is people in your life and uh, self. We've lost entire radio shows and had to redo entire oh four God. hour shows. Those are hard. Um, <laughs> So, oh, yeah, man, I am so sorry. I am so, so sorry. It is hard, but I hope that it's I hope it maybe serves you like maybe you go on to create something that helps prevent this for other people. And you're like, this is the part of like your story. I don't know. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Slap says big, biggest digital loss is buying Bitcoin in the early 10s and losing access to it. <clears throat> Not going to say how much I lost, but at the peak, it was worth six figures if I had held on to it. Um, is a good good caveat to make because if you had access to it you might have sold before it reached uh its peak but yeah uh, that is that is really tough to watch the the spike that bitcoin went through last year or a couple years ago um and just to know hmm, i have some of that just don't know how to get to it just don't know how to get to it um yeah it's wild yeah there are a lot of people in that camp so many uh, angry ostrich you question are you going to dress up for halloween and if so as what aaron is going as a disc golfer 
Mm -hmm. I know that yes. now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I don't yep. know. Paul Macbeth. It, de I'm it depends. Dressing up as Paul Macbeth. We have a very, very busy neighborhood that we're kind of like needs to have adults here at the house in order to help with all the like. We have a a very active kid base. Danae's neighbors have a I'm gonna say 20 foot spider web in their yard right now with a 15 foot spider in it. Like it is ridiculous. It's exciting. Uh, we were told when we moved in here, there would be easy 200 plus children that come through the neighborhood. So um, we were, we're fine with that. It's exciting. Um, but then Iris usually will take a lap around the inside. Our neighborhood is such that the neighbors will actually visit your house and drop off a, a treat for the children because if they're not going to hand out Halloween candy that night, they just want to make sure that the kids in the neighborhood get something. So it's a, it's a really interesting space. Uh, so, but I usually will like wear something And this year I have, I don't think I brought it in here, but I got a really cool knitted witch hat and it's like this big knitted thing. That's just so cute and ridiculous and amazing at the same time. And I, and it literally pops up. So I'll probably put that on in a black dress and Iris is going to be a mermaid. So nice. There Great you question. Go. Um, do you have any other ones that you want to hit before <clears throat> we go? It is 1020. And just for those who are here, we're going to be raiding into some select a music today because I would love to have some jazz going on in the background. And I love that channel. And if you have something else you want to go into, let me know right now in the chat and I will uh, go make sure that they are on. Um, and also a quick note before we head uh, into our last question too, is next week we all, we're not going to be doing a morning DNA because we're going to be traveling. So one week on, another week off. Um, so we won't see you guys. We're glad to go a little bit long today to hang out with you. Uh, speed round. Uh, Lucas, what's scarier, Halloween or tax season? Tax season. Uh, tax season. That's an easy one. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday. To, this is from Slab. Happy birthday to Baby Zero. Baby happy Slab turned birthday. 15 last week. I'm Aww. not ready. Um, yeah. Aww, yeah I, I hear you. I hear you. You've got uh, wonderful children. I love your girls. Lolly says controller comfort. There's comfort in returning to old habits. Um, yeah, that that comment popped up when we were talking about like, uh, you know, earlier, like getting out of that mm -hmm. routine rhythm. Yeah. And I really thought that that's it's true. Is it control or is it comfort? For me, I've landed there's it's a control thing. Like when I am out of control, mm -hmm. I reach for things that I can control and cigarettes for in this example, when I was thinking about this comment earlier, um, it's something that I can control. It's something that like makes me feel good and it is comforting and it is an old habit, but there's some that are like actually self-sabotaging and I have to be careful with those. So, but there is a line there and I think it's a really important thing to stop and say, is this a habit that needs to come back? Like, is this an old habit that needs to like, you know, have some new life into it? Do I need to get a little bit more loosey goosey with my schedule and a little bit more free? Did I go way too far the other direction and get a little too controlling? So it's a good question to ask. Yeah, there's balance. Uh, as with everything in life, there is balance. Uh, I think that'll wrap it up. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate hanging out with you. Uh, thanks for sticking with us as we get a little sporadic during travel time. Um, we appreciate it. We love Busy coming season. in and doing this thing uh, and seeing you guys. Uh, so appreciate it. Uh, you can catch us on the Morning DNA in a couple of weeks, but if you want to see more content over on the CinemaSins live channel today is going to be an episode of Captain's Pod. We're going to be live here in about 40 minutes or so. So you're welcome to go listen to some music and then watch that notification, come back and hang out with us. Tomorrow, Recotopia will be going live and we have some more fun stuff too that Aaron will be doing also where we're going to be playing like Mario Kart and things like that. So just be watching your feeds. You can catch Aaron and I and the content 
content that we produce here for Shudado Podcast and the Morning DNA and the stuff that just Aaron and I do right here, wherever you're watching, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or Twitch, wherever you are. Thank you for joining us in whatever capacity. If you want to hear more content from Aaron and I, you are welcome to find that. We have a podcast called Shoot the Dough. It goes back a long time and we have changed as time has gone on. So we're happy always to hear from those of you guys who listen to that stuff. So, but right yeah, now over we're going to over a decade, over a decade of content uh, for you at the Shoot the Dough podcast. Love you. Appreciate you. We will catch you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time.